Hello and welcome to the Gua Sha Show, helping you get the best results out of Gua Sha and Eastern medicine for the face and the body. I'm your host Clive Whitam, and every week we explore the world of Gua Sha to help you use and understand this great technique with research and stories and guests and useful tips. So let's get straight into this episode and let's have a look at whether Gua Sha can help relieve back pain. Hello and welcome to episode two, and it's great that you're here listening with me. Now, in this episode, we're looking at back pain and how you treat it with gua sha, and you should come away with a clear picture of exactly how it's treated and what you need to do. Right, so let's start off with hands up if you've got or ever had back pain. Okay, put your hand down now. So almost all of you listening right now, probably have had back pain sometime in your life. And that's how it is. I mean, for current figures, it's an easy search on the internet. 80% of people will have lower back pain in their lifetime. And 25% of people had lower back pain in the last few months. And this information was just a simple search uh, from the Mayo Clinic online. But there are plenty of other statistics I could have chosen. Actually, come to think of it, I've had back pain for the last few days, uh, so I'm actually in there with these statistics. Um, and there are all kinds of causes for the pain in your back, ranging from um, strains to structural skeletal problems. Now, my back pain, I know exactly where that's from. It's from collecting wood for our fire. I haven't mentioned it yet in the podcasts, but I live in a forest. And when I say that, I mean I really live in a forest. It's a natural park, and we've got one path which runs at the front of the house and the other one behind. And, you know, this kind of life is not maybe for everyone, but I get to see stars at night. And sometimes when you go outside, you can actually hear nothing, which is pretty much a rarity, isn't it? The kind of nothing that makes you question if your ears are working or not, that kind of nothing. So our heating in the winter is a natural fire and I get the wood from the forest floor, but I'm a little bit too enthusiastic and I go up and down the mountain far too many times and bend down at strange angles and use muscles I don't normally use. And uh, and that's why my back's hurting right now. But I know that this soreness in my lower back will go with a few days rest. But for many people, that's not the case. Their back pain stays. And the more it stays, the more it affects their health and well-being and prevents them from living the life they want to lead. And it's really unfortunate, but this is the case of so, so many people. And back pain has to be the number one reason why people come to my clinic. Now, number two is going to be neck pain. And number three is anxiety and depression. In actual fact, a lot of people have got all of these. So if you include yourself in that, you're not alone. There's a lot of people suffering. So can gua sha help with back pain? Well, let's start by looking at two recent studies, one from Hong Kong and the other one from Germany. And let's see how gua sha is used and how effective they say it is. 
So we'll start with the Hong Kong study. Um, and now this one was published in 2017 and it's got a bit of a long name. So let's give you the name. The effects of Gua Sha on symptoms and inflammatory biomarkers associated with chronic low back pain, a randomized active control crossover pilot study in elderly. Yeah, it says in elderly at the end. It wasn't my mistake. OK, so uh, that's the name of this study. So basically what they did, they hypothesized that uh, Gua Sha would have an anti-inflammatory effect in the lower back. And it, it was suggested that this was caused by uh, changes with an enzyme, which uh, is HO1, and uh, the increase in the local microcirculation. So it's a bit strange because this study only had one session and it was pretty small. There were only 12 sufferers of back pain um, and they were between the ages of 60 to 87 years old. And they used another therapy as the control. They said they used a hot pack therapy in the, in the, in the other group. Um, and so one, one group had Gua Sha and the other group had the hot pack therapy and they compared the two. So what did they do? Well, they used a spoon See, I'm not the only one to use a spoon. And each scrape was about 25 to 30 centimeters in length. And they scraped down the back between thoracic eight and lumbar five. So remember, thoracic eight is, is somewhere down the middle of your back. If we start at your neck, that will be T1, or thoracic one. And then you kind of count down the spine coming down to eight. And that's roughly where they started. So it's somewhere kind of in the middle of your back coming down to L5, lumbar five, which will be um, towards your hips at the bottom. Um, and so they did this until Sha appeared. Remember, Sha is the marking on the skin. And they said that this was typically after eight to 12 strokes of using the tool. And then they repeated the downward strokes again in another line, which is parallel to the first line, which was to the side of the spine um, until what they described as fully covered the back. And so um, the results of this Hong Kong study were basically, as they thought, the magnitudes of pain reduction and functional improvement were greater in the Gua Sha treated group than the hot pack group. But actually both interventions improved flexion and extension and bending movements of the lower back. But actually Gua Sha had the longer lasting effect. So effectively treating using Gua Sha and a heat together is a pretty solid treatment for, according to this report. Um, and actually, this is what I do anyway. Whenever I'm using Gua Sha, unless of course it's in the summer, I live in a place that gets very, very hot. So heat is not that great. You actually want to bring cold into the treatment. But um, normally when it's not the height of summer, I'm using a heat lamp. So uh, I use Gua Sha and a heat lamp and the heat lamp's above where I'm doing the Gua Sha. And so uh, I use both together, which I thoroughly recommend as a, a treatment. So this report is um, comparing the heat and Gua Sha, but actually put them together makes more sense. OK, so let's have a look at the other research paper that, that was recently published. This one was published in 2018 and this was from Germany. And this one is called a shorter name, um, Gua Sha Therapy for Chronic Low Back Pain, a Randomized Controlled Trial. Now this set out to test, and this is their quotes from them, the efficacy of Gua Sha therapy in patients with chronic low back pain. So sounds perfect for us. 
So they had more patients. They had 50. And the age range was a bit wider. They had between 18 and 75 years old. And they all had chronic low back pain and put in two groups. But instead of having two different treatments, one of them were put on a wait list. These are the unlucky bunch. They just stuck on a wait list. And, uh, and the other ones actually had the treatment, which was gua sha. How unfortunate if you were stuck on that wait list and, uh, and you keep waiting and waiting. I'm sure they're going to call. I'm sure they're going to call, but they don't call. OK, uh, so the treatment was actually two treatments as opposed to the Hong Kong report, which is uh, one treatment. Again, it's not very much, really. But anyway, um, they were given one treatment one week and then the following week they were given another treatment. And this was in a similar vein, a little bit uh, more extensive than the Hong Kong study. It was scraping down, but also across the back, either side of the spine, exactly how the other one was. But this one was a larger area. It's between C7, cervical 7. So cervical 7 is right at the bottom of the neck. So it's from the bottom of the neck area all the way down to L5. So right the way down your back, covering uh, lines coming, first of all, down your back and then across to the side uh, of your back. But also it included going deeper into the gluteus maximus muscle, which is your buttocks, and then also scraping actually on the neck itself from C1 to C7. So that's basically covering the whole neck area of the back of the neck. So they continued until Sha appeared, which is exactly how the Hong Kong study did. So after treatment, patients in the Guasha group were reported to have lower pain intensity and better overall health status compared to the waitlist group, partly because the waitlist group are just sitting there very stressed thing. I'm sure they're going to call me soon. So they concluded that uh, and this is a quote from them. Gua sha appears to be an acceptable, safe and effective treatment for patients with chronic low back pain. Woohoo, sounds good. Um, but then, of course, it adds like all studies of Gua sha add this kind of stuff. Further rigorous studies are needed to confirm and extend these results. Well, yeah, actually, it's it's actually referring to the fact that there's so few studies there. are well, they're actually getting more studies now than there used to be, but there's so few um, and so, of course, of course, we need more than uh, 50 people and more than the first one, which was 12 people. So here we have two recent studies, albeit very small and limited, which treated low back pain by scraping down the back and bringing shard to the surface of the skin. So I would qualify this by saying that, yes, that's my experience, but not with everyone with back pain. So sometimes it wouldn't be sensible to treat over a painful area with gua sha, especially if that area is inflamed. And with some people, their back pain isn't due to a localized pattern in the back. So sure, the pain's there, um, but it's caused by something in a different place. And in that, in which case, you might help or you might not help by this treatment which is on your back. You know, it's a kind of slightly simplistic idea that, okay, you've got back pain, let's treat your back. So what's missing and what would be of great help is a more nuanced understanding of back pain. Now, after all, pain is often a symptom of something else happening in the body. So if you incorporate the arm and leg channels of Chinese medicine in your understanding, you might want to treat the 
back of the leg and the back of the arm, which would be the bladder and the small intestine channels. And actually, this isn't only Chinese medicine, which is suggesting these kinds of treatments. Modern research in fascia connectivity acknowledge connective bands of muscle which follow very similar trajectories to these Chinese medicine channels. So it makes a lot of sense to incorporate these channels into a treatment of gua sha for the back. But there's more. We can apply the holographic principles to gua sha. This is where smaller areas of your body can treat the larger areas. And if you incorporate the imaging of the body, let's say on the scalp, for example, you might want to scrape on the midline at the back of your head, because that is the area which corresponds to your back, certainly with your lower back. Or maybe you want to treat the anti-helix area on your ear. Now the anti-helix area is uh, one of the raised areas uh, in the middle part of your ear, and that also corresponds to treating your back. You might also treat the instep of your foot again, that is connected with your back or the back of your hand, which is related to your back. So as you can see, there are a lot of places which can have an impact on back pain, but you have to understand a little of the relationship in the body. And if you have these, you can also self-treat because you would have to be a contortionist to treat your own back. I mean, you have a go and try it. I mean, you can do it. The lower back, you can actually do. But it's not that comfortable, especially if you've got pain in your lower back. You probably don't want to twist around and try and treat your own back. But you can if you have this knowledge that actually there are other areas, the more accessible areas that I can treat that's going to help. So let's come back to the original question. Can Gua Sha help relieve back pain? And so, as our two reports showed you, and that's my experience too within the clinic, is that yes, it can. But treating on the back itself is limited. And so we can add on to this our knowledge of the channels of Chinese medicine and also the relationship of the fascia and also the holographic imaging that is so useful to use on other parts of your body with gua sha. And then if you can combine all three of these together, then you've got a much better chance of getting a great result. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can check out the show notes at clivewhittam.com slash gua sha show. You'll also find loads of free videos and information. And if you need more help with gua sha, definitely check out my online courses at the Komorebi Institute. I'll include the link in the show notes too. Talk to you soon.